Hi, I'm Abby Schneiderman, and this is In Case You Get Hit by a Podcast. And I'm Gene Newman, and today we're talking about the scary aspects of estate planning and basically how to overcome the fears people have around estate planning. Just to, to uh, Halloween was around the corner, so we're, we're, we're diving into it that way, Abby. And I want to ask you first off, what, what are some of the things you think the reasons people have fear surrounding any type of estate planning? I think it's mostly the unknown. Hmm. First of all, not knowing what the term estate planning necessarily even refers to in the first place. I mean, what what how would you even how would you even articulate that, Gene? Right, cuz for the most part we'd say it's about getting legal docs in order. That's that, that that's the and and when you hear legal docs you think complications, you think expense, so immediately it's that scary. Right. I mean, it just sounds, It first of all, it sounds overwhelming. It yeah. sort of is overwhelming. It can be. There's a lot to deal with. Um, I, I think, so not knowing what you're even looking at is is the first thing that that is scary. And then, and then even once you start to get into, okay, well, all right, so I have to start with getting a will done. Then there's all sorts of decisions you have to make. And I think people avoid, um, avoid having to even make those decisions, which is which is one of the hardest things in estate planning is just figuring out what you have to do in the first place. And it, it surrounds family a lot of times because what I look at the fear is family communication, family dynamics, and that worry that someone might be making a decision that could hurt someone in their family. So they might not want to make that decision. Again, choosing a guardian, one person over another. Will I end up causing a family rift, leaving assets to someone who you think deserves them more than someone else, or giving all your stuff to charity and nothing to your family? And those types of things that could open up the door for other problems that people don't want to confront. Right. And and knowing how to get started in the first place. Yes. Um, another thing we've talked about in the past, which I think is a real thing, is which sounds kind of crazy, but um, superstition. Yes. And I, I've heard from a number of people, they don't want to think about estate planning because they're superstitious. And if they think about doing a will or if they create a will, it means they're going to die. Yeah. Which we always say it's not true at all because you go back to the, when you, you buy insurance. It's, you don't know that. Okay. I, I, uh, you're right. There's a possibility <laughs> that it's complete false. <laughs> But right. it's mostly putting the side. The side. <laughs> there's, there's we can't no really deal with that right now. Yeah, they're, they're, but you think about it this way: when people are making any decision, when you think about like the crux of the bottom of it, like we talked about life insurance many times, and the crux of it is like I'm putting money here, so if I die, people will get this money. Like that's the reason, like the, the bottom line. And there's other things where you could say it's investments, it's being smart about fin financial planning. But the reality is for someone to really get the full payout, you have to die. Right. But that's also that's also a reason why people put it off is because they're they're not interested necessarily in thinking about what happens if they die. They're thinking about wanting that, you know, new handbag today. It's true. That's why. <laughs> so getting people to think about the future versus for, versus what they might need or want right now is also really hard. And that's, that's definitely a reason why people put it off. This podcast is brought to you by Everplans, the company that helps you get your life organized and keep it that way. Through Everplans expert content and app, you're able to organize everything from your Wi-Fi password to how you pay your mortgage, from health insurance details to when your pet's vaccines are due. 
Download the free iOS app today to get started or visit www.everplans.com to learn more. Yeah, and, and, and it's totally understandable. And the thing about a will is for most people, if you just want to divide things evenly among, it's not, I, when I first started Everplans a long time ago, I really was clueless. Part of the reason I wanted to, because I didn't understand any of this stuff and I really wanted to learn in over 10 years, I've learned it. Uh, I realized that a will, I used to think it was, I watched too many movies and television. I see people sitting in this very fancy office and the family surrounding it. And the lawyer takes out a big leather bound, you know, container of some sort, opens it up and says, okay, I'm reading the will. And it's nothing like that. It's really like I said, it's more like a car rental contract than it is this official proclamation that's handwritten with in calligraphy it's very straightforward and the decisions you have to make are very clear not necessarily though i i will i will argue yeah. that because i think that for some families um having to make the decisions about who gets what could be complicated and whether that's you know big assets like uh, you know property or your or handbags your handbags or uh, but but it's also even sentimental things and yeah. for if you have a big family there, there might be you know you might have multiple uh children in the household that are interested in um in in certain things that you might have so how do you make those decisions and i think people put it off because they don't want to confront that um but what what i always say is i know it's hard but you should do it anyways, and you should just have those conversations now. Start to talk to your kids. Start to figure out what matters to different people mm -hmm. so that you don't have to make those decisions alone, but you can make them with other people's input. And and then after the fact, you know, when you do ultimately have to, uh, you know, get out that will because you've passed away or somebody's getting it out for you, that the, the things that you've left in there are not surprises for anybody. And I think that's really the biggest reason to get started is so that you're A, just getting it off, you know, off your to-do list, but, but B, really so that your family doesn't have to deal with those things down the road. Yeah. And when it comes to certain things, like we've mentioned Swedish art of death cleaning, I believe there's the word gentle somewhere in there. Uh, it's about identifying some of these assets well before while you're still alive so other people can enjoy them and realize do they want them or don't they? Because again, there could be, you could have the best furniture that's really expensive and no one in your family wants it. They're like, we do not want that. That's not something we want in our home. Whereas someone would say, yes, we really want it. And at that point, maybe it's best to sell it and just add that money into your estate rather than giving people something that they might not want. Sometimes you know what people want. You'll find out if there's jewelry. Oh, someone wants grandma's ring. Someone wants grandpa's watch. You could do that beforehand and find out. It doesn't, again, have to be a surprise or even list it out in your will. It could be something that you do beforehand. And a lot of the decisions is where it's complicated. The actual mechanisms of what you have to do, it really comes down to where, where do you want your assets going and who should make those and who's the executor to make those decisions because there will be stuff left over that they're going to have to go through and get rid of. Uh, but when it comes to, again, guardianship, that opens up a whole world of who's going to raise your kids or if someone has to take care of a special needs adult. Those are things that become emotional decisions that makes it tough. And that's where the fear comes from. But when it comes to the actual documents, most of the time, you pretty much know where you want your stuff to go and what you want done. It's just doing it. Like you said, getting started. So Abby, what's the way that you would get started? The way that I would get started? 
Yes. Um, I would, well, so, and, and the other thing we haven't talked about is that it's not just legal documents, right? Yes, so let's say not that at all. It's also thinking about um, what, what other really important information in the event that something happens to you, somebody else needs to know about. So mm-hmm. I would, the way to get started for me would be to start thinking about what some of those other items are before even getting into the weeds on some of the legal documents that you might need to create. So s- thinking about, you know, what are the top five financial accounts mm-hmm. that I have? Does, um, does somebody in my life know what those are and know how to access them easily? Um, are there a few passwords that I have that are that that are essentially like the keys to the kingdom. Yep. Does somebody in my life have access to those? Are there a few important people in my life that would need to be notified in the event of an emergency? Those things are not necessarily what people think about as and maybe aren't even considered necessarily estate planning. But when we start to think about that kind of future planning, mindset planning, um, that's where I would start. Then start to think about, okay, well, what what financial or legal instruments do I need to put in place in order to make sure that all the things I want to have happen, happen? And I would, um, it depends if you're somebody who needs to definitely talk to an attorney, or if you think you don't have a complicated situation and you could look online, I would recommend just taking a look online at what some of the will templates look like so you can get a sense for the types of decisions you're going to have to make. And, and then figure out, okay, do I need to talk to an attorney about this? We always recommend talking to an attorney if you have, if you have any, um, a- any sort of complicated uh, estate issues to work out. If you don't, you probably can get away with using an online will. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just about starting to take those baby steps and, and seeing what's out there. Yeah, and you could even just start writing out a list of things that, that you want, to like a to-do list. But saying, okay, what are the things that you want to have done? What are the th- what, there? There could be people again that want to leave stuff to charity that haven't done it during their lifetime, and they think, you know what, this would be a good thing for me to do. Maybe there's stuff I can take care of well before, so I don't have to include it in my will. Maybe I want my will to be evenly distributed, where it's like everything is put in a pile and it's divided between these people. It could be that simple that you're dealing with, and once you have it down. That's when the maintenance and the idea of, okay, it can change. You know, let's say you're leaving money to someone, you have three children, you're leaving money equally to all of them, but then one of the children needs money now and you need to help them out with their mortgage. You need to help them out with their, their, one of their grandkids is going to school and you're like, okay, I'm now going to take that out of my estate and say, I'm paying for this now. So the other two kids will get a higher percentage because I'm helping you while, you know, I'm still alive. There's all these things that can happen that could give you a better handle on that. So there is no fear. You're actually going to be a lot more relieved knowing that these decisions aren't left to chance because if you do leave them to chance, almost every family will end up fighting. I mean, there will be, it doesn't mean they're going to be all at war, but that's the fear you should be worried about is that your family will not be able to settle this peacefully when there's money or property on the line or kids to be raised. People change. We've seen it happen all the time. So that's one of the things you really want to avoid is making it so if they want to change or fight or go to their lesser nature and battle it out, maybe there could be rivalries dating back decades that you don't even know about. It's up to you to make sure that everything is laid out properly so they can't take those opportunities to turn it into something that shouldn't be negative. Yep. So the bottom line is get started and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Just get started. Just do a few things. 
um, to get started and and have no fear. Yeah, and and here's the thing: if you do have any worries, any fears, let us know. We're here, podcast at everplans.com. 